Hey everybody, welcome to J&J on Jazz, our first episode. J&J on Jazz is powered by Jazzwire, and I want to introduce my compatriot, the other J. This is James, and uh, I happen to know that James was on a Bob Minzer album. And I'm really happy to be here with my man Jeff, and I happen to know that Jeff got yelled at by Bob Minzer for screwing up a transcription, right? That <laughs> That is exactly right. So, um... This is not cool, James, because um, I kind of thought I'd be the one beating up on you on this on this show. But uh, so you're just right out of the gate. You're going to do me like that. You, I, I, Fair I, enough. It's got to be that way. It's got to be that way. Gloves are off, man. <laughs> All right. I understand. I understand. And now here's the thing. I want to let everybody know I'm in Annapolis, Maryland. And I don't know, 300 miles away in uh, in West Virginia is uh, James. So we're doing this kind of virtually, but we're going to get together in the real world for sure and do this uh, together yeah. a lot too. Well, so today with Bob Mincer as our theme, we want to talk about transcribing. And uh, it is true that James played with Bob Mincer, did a recording with him. And uh, it is true that Mincer yelled at me. <laughs> and I don't think James knows the story. This was 1987. Uh, James, you were probably three. Seven. I was seven. And, Thank uh, you. Seven. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Anyway, and um, I was playing in the Disney band. I was in Orlando and, and Bob Mincer comes in to do a, uh, a workshop with us. And I finagled things so I could get a lesson with Bob Mincer. And I said, Bob, man, I did a transcription of your solo on Spectrum uh, mm. off one of his albums. His great solo he did. And he's like, oh, play it for me. And I'm like, give me a minute. And I'm rummaging around in my bag. And he's like, no, dude, just play it for me. And I'm like, just a minute. And so I'm rummaging around for it. And he's like, no, man, don't worry about the music. Just play it for me. And I'm like, I want to, but give me a minute. <laughs> so we're going back and forth. And so... Yeah. So when I transcribed it, when I heard him play a note, I heard him play furp and I'd go and I'd hear furp and I'd write down furp, right? And then I'd hear a second note, don't laugh. And I'd write so I was doing it totally linearly, yeah. note by note, internalizing none of it. I'd learn a note and I'd put it on the page and then I'd forget about it and learn the next note. And so I was a very good reader. Um, so I wrote this solo and I could play the hell out of it, but I didn't know any of it. Mm. And Mincer's like, no, man, that, that ain't it. You missed 90% of what doing a transcription is about. What do you think? Is that, is that about right? I do actually. Uh, and, and, but you know, there've been times where I've done both, both of those approaches. I'm real big on what Mincer's talking about. And, and I, I'm always talking to students about that. Like I would rather have students spend time listening to a recording of a solo and singing it for a couple weeks and then just get the horn out or the instrument or whatever and go through a couple of passes and you're going to get like 10% of everything, but just do a whole pass because you've already got it in there. Um, I started doing that young because it was just fun and I stumbled across it being right for me, but I've done it that way too because if you're going to publish a transcription or if you're going to use it in any kind of research, I, I sort of feel like I need to get down to that level of detail. Maybe not one note at a time, but three or four at a time. And so, I, but I think Minster is right. I think you did it wrong. <laughs> you don't do them that All way right. anymore. Now, by the way, James, you know, I called you to do this right? show, right? And I want to let you know, 
Dude, seriously, I called both John Coltrane and James P. Johnson for the other J. Both those guys didn't get back to me. Rude, rude. Um, I called Jay-Z and Jimmy Buffett. So way down the list, I, I get to James Moore, I, just saying. Yeah. And now you're here I, I, doing me like I, this. I, I know. Right. <laughs> no, Fair enough. But I, Fair enough. I got a Mincer story since you since you mentioned Mincer. So, All right. Um, so, yeah, I was lucky enough to get called to play on a record uh, um, for the moment. Uh, I think it was 2011. Uh, it was recorded in Pittsburgh. And that's my scene. Um, and, I'm, and by the way, I was seven at that time. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you got a Benjamin Button thing going on. It's great. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, um, I, I'm fairly sure that the only reason I got the call was... Be, I, I've worked at the label before, but I think it was supposed to be Joe Magnarelli and he couldn't make it. So who knows how many J's they called before they worked their way. Well, we better call that kid from West Virginia that goes to Pittsburgh sometimes. <laughs> I was so pumped to be there, and it was such a great experience. But, you know, after the after the the two-day, we did like a live, it was a live concert, and there was it was studio stuff. It was great. So afterwards, Bob was very gracious, and he says, thanks so much for joining us. And he said, I'm sorry we didn't have any solo space for you this time. And I'm like, yeah, because this guy Scott Wenhold that played all the solos, like it's a real drag that I got to sit here and listen to him play all this amazing stuff, and my job was to play third trumpet and not screw up. Like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. That's Scott Wenhold, dude. Yeah. I don't need any. No, man, let him play. Yeah. Um, it was a gas. It was a great time. But yeah, my job was just to hide. <laughs> I'm third trumpet. Happy to do it. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Well, and and yeah, transcribing. So it's. I mean, it's important because it's a way to get this classic language right mm -hmm. from our heroes into our playing. And that's, you know, that's a big deal. We talk about that at Jazzwire all the time. And by the way, speaking to Jazzwire, um, we just now have the technology to get you guys in for a free one-week trial. I've been talking to so many folks about Jazzwire for two years, but it's hard to explain because literally nothing exists like it out there. So uh, come into Jazzwire and get a free one-week tour. So write us at the email below and uh, we can get you into Jazzwire to look around and to get this kind of work done. But yeah, transcribing. Um, you know, I think about one of the early transcriptions I did was, you know, Coltrane playing Mr. PC. Mm -hmm. And could I, you know, I could read that transcription. Could I play the whole thing for you? No. But I know, you know, I remember a bunch of... Uh, of different moments from that solo. Yeah, it's a great the opening thing he plays. Yeah. Just that line. I can't tell you how many times I've played it. The, and uh, that line actually. Right. I mean, I, it's, I was that was the first Coltrane solo that I learned. Um, and uh, yeah, that that tune, learning that solo, taught me how to play how to make the change in a minor blues like so in c minor how to make c minor becomes c dominant seven to f minor like that taught me how to make that change um the five of four chord in the fourth you measure got you're talking it. about yeah and then yep. uh, another speaking of coltrane in c but c major um is that solo of his on my shining hour right i uh -huh. that one yep. taught me how to make we just worked we just worked on that in uh, Jazzwire for the last three weeks. Uh, oh, that nice! And his playing as a model, yeah. That one, yeah. Is, that one taught me how um, to make uh, my uh, five of minor six, 
like there you go because it goes to goes to a minor that's a great solo they're both yep. beautiful well so everybody out there so you know james and i are going to be geeking out like this like to me uh this is the gold right like the, I used to love being the youngest guy on the band, which once upon a time I was, now I'm the oldest guy, but um, I used to love being the youngest guy on the band and during a break to just sit there and keep my mouth closed, very hard for me to do, by the way, <laughs> um, and listen <laughs> and listen to the great older musicians talk about their instruments or the new album they got or whatever. Like, I just love being a fly on the wall in that mentorship kind of way, right? And so that's what I'm hoping, you know, you and I can kind of be for some people is, man, what the heck is, James said five of minor six. What in the world is that? <laughs> well, good. I want you to wonder what that is. I want you to try to figure out, of course, the hundreds of you who are inside Jazzwire right now, you do a post tomorrow, we'll be talking about it. So yes, that's how we solve these problems. So again, I hope you guys will sign up for that week free trial. So transcriptions, I think we can kind of leave it there for right now. Um, but do a transcription. James, what do you think about this idea? Does somebody need to transcribe all 17 choruses of Coltrane solo? Or if they did one chorus, would that help? I think one chorus is great. I think eight bars can be cool. If you've never done it before, it can seem yeah. super daunting. So just, and you don't, in my opinion, you don't have to go in order. Grab the nuggets that you want to grab, but just pull them from the recordings. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. That's, that's a, a great thought. I agree. And, you know, frankly, I'm, I actually, it's embarrassing, but I'll say it because it's only the internet. Who could possibly hear? Right. Um, I'm not sure the last time I did a full beginning to end transcription. Um, lots of days of the week, I steal a measure, two measures, a two, five, one lick, but a full transcription. I mean, I did that a lot coming up and that was important to my development, but these days I just don't have the time and bandwidth. So I take those little bits and pieces. So the main message I want to say to everybody out there is the time that you have do some of this and the guidance. Yeah. Get a great teacher around you and uh, you'll get some good guidance on uh, what to do. So James, thanks, man. This is going to be a blast. Uh, there's so much we have in common um, and there's so much I need to get back on you about like in episode two, because you just came out of the gate swinging. Hey, totally uncool. You know, I mean, I, I played a lot of hockey. You have to defend yourself preemptively <laughs> sometimes, man. I don't know what to tell you. All right. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about hockey next time. Great. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Cheers, everybody. See Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. <laughs>